Hello everyone and welcome to the latest Fancast pre-match. It's your host, Little Dan. Here with me this week, I've got the 2008-2009 Championship winning season, Player of the Year, the last Wolves captain that beat Liverpool in the Premier League. It's Mr Reliable, Kevin Foley. How you doing, Kevin? I'm very well, Dan. Uh, thanks for having me. What an introduction that was. <laughs> I, didn't I really haven't even started yet. What, what a player you were for us constantly, Mr Reliable. Uh, as I said, Got one over Stevie Gerrard back in 2010, the last captain of the Wolf side that beat Liverpool at Anfield, winner from Stephen Ward that night. Um, just, yeah, f- thanks for your service to Wolves. One of those players that just goes un- underrated in our, in our history. Um, touching on Liverpool, Wolves at home to Liverpool on Monday. Um, Liverpool quite in different form at the moment. Wolves eight points behind Liverpool. I think if, some, if people told Wolves fans come this time of the season... You'd be eight points behind Liverpool. I think they would have bit their hand off, but I think that just shows how indifferent Liverpool have been. Um, how do you see Wolves going into it Monday? Do you, how do you how do you see us setting up? Do we need to go at them because they're they're sort of struggling confidence wise, or stick to our sort of back five and counter? Well, they are very fragile. Who would have thought this? Um, you know, at the start of the season, Liverpool will be having the season they're having. I think they've lost. Someone was telling me six six home games on the bounce, which is just unheard of um if ever there was a good time to play liverpool surely it's now especially at home um wolves seem to have got back into a little bit of a rhythm um getting a few results so i think it's a good time to uh, play them obviously recently wolves have been sort of fluttering between two formations we've tried sort of a back four at times this season um and we'll sort of have missed that. We've massively missed Raul Jimenez this season. Uh, what have you made of the, the sort of signings in regards to Fabio Silva and William Jose? I mean, they're tough shoes to fill, aren't they, Jimenez? I mean, he's led the line for a couple of seasons now, and he's 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 Wolves fans know all about him, but then so so do the Man United fans because he's been he was picked to go to Man United and clubs like this because. Because of the job he was doing, you know, he was he was very much a part of Wolves' success. The way Wolves have someone reliable in getting the ball up to, okay, and then being able to counter attack from there because he was such a handful. Reminds me of Kevin Doyle back in the day a little bit, probably with added quality. Uh, the way you can hold, occupy two or three defenders. So Wolves have certainly missed that. They've certainly missed that this season, and. Um, you know, the sooner he can come back into the starting lineup, um, the better. Um, so he's, he's just one of them players that brings players into the game. And and I, and I know Silva, he's he's a young player, and there's still going to be a lot more to come from him. But um, yeah, when you when you're missing a player like Jimenez, you 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 do you do feel it. Massive um, loss for Wolves in the summer. Not only losing um, Matt Doherty, but Diago Jota making his return to Molineux on Monday. Um, how much do Wolves need to fear him? They do. I mean, what a player he 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 has been for Wolves. What a player he was for Liverpool at the start of the season. Hit the ground running. Um, anyone that doubted him when he moved there, you know, I think he proved people straight away. You know, top quality player he was. Again, another one of them Wolves players that that brought in from abroad that have gone on to great things. Um, it's a shame Wolves didn't keep hold of him, but obviously. When a team like Liverpool come calling, it's it's hard not to go. Um, so he's he's getting back to full fitness. Of course, he will love Wolves, but 
he'll enjoy nothing better than, you know, scoring, getting on the score sheet for his current club. That's what he's paid to do. So Wolves will have to fear him, uh, I'm sure. And uh, there won't be any love lost, I'm sure, between him and his ex-defensive teammates. What's your sort of um, gut instinct on score prediction for, for Monday? Obviously, it's a, a massive up, uphill task against Liverpool, even with their form that they're in. But even sort of without the fans, um, it is going to be a hard task for Wolves on Monday. Uh, it will be. I mean, obviously, Liverpool are coming off the back of a good win in Europe there the other night, so their confidence will be up again. But listen, they're, they're still missing a lot of key players. Um, it's just a shame, you know, you just touched on it there, that the, that the fans are not there, you know, because football without fans is only half of football, in my opinion, because, you know, playing against a team like Liverpool, you know, under the lights, there's nothing better. Um, I've experienced it a few times and, you know, let's just hope, you know, it's sooner rather than later that the fans can come back in and games like this where they can get right behind the Wolves team. But I, I, do, I do think, you know, there is an opportunity there for Wolves, um, getting back def- defensively, getting solid again, you know, defending in a back five at times, but then being a little bit more, um, you know, aggressive going forward would be, would be great to see. So, you know... I, I would love to say a win, but you know my, my head's telling me maybe a draw. Yes, it's it's, it's a tough one. I'm I'm being a bit um optimistic. I'm going for a, a Wolves one nil, and uh, I'm going for Connor Cody to get the winner. I think the footballing gods are due to be on our side for once this season, and I'm hoping it falls at the the, uh, the feet of Connor Cody. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous bet if you're going to go on Connor Cody one nil, but that's what I'm going on. One hasn't it? Something like that. He has come close. He's obviously scored quite recently. So um, yeah, not a bad one. Yeah, he, he had two big chances in our last game against Villa. I'm not sure if you saw that off, off yeah. set pieces. So he, he came close. I'm hoping with Liverpool's fragility, with still massive blow losing Virgil Van Dijk, no Joe Gomez, they are open to to having chances against them. So hopefully, with the footballing gods on our side, we can get the win on uh, Monday. Um, obviously, you, you know a lot about Wolves. What do you think we need to do in regards to uh, summer recruitment? Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, looking at it, you know, a lot a lot depends on Jimenez, how he reacts, you know, how he reacts coming back from injury, because that is a major injury. You know, you, you, you don't know what he's going to be like, if he's going to have further complications after his recovery next season. Um so I'd be keeping a close eye on that and looking at possibly another striker, you know, with the same sort of presence as him. Um, other than that, I mean, Martino, what a great player he's been. Neves as well. But you're, you're probably looking at maybe a, a midfielder. I know Dendonka, I'm a big fan of Dendonka, but he's, he's sort of that utility player who fills in at the back, centre-back, midfield. Um, uh, these players are not getting any younger, um, so maybe maybe freshening it up in there somewhere um, wouldn't wouldn't be a bad thing. Do you think, sort of, from a formation point of view, there needs to be uh, changes, well, transition to a new formation, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Obviously, Wolves tinkered around with the back four, and I just don't think it it, it suited them from the games that I saw. Uh, you know, I was desperate for them to go back to a uh, the the middle three centre-backs, especially with Connor Cody in the middle. Um, possibly looking at 
someone who can step into Connor's shoes if anything ever happened to him um, might not be a bad idea. But I, I do like the way they play. Um, well, the, the way they set up. At times, it can be obviously you're soaking up a lot of pressure, and then you need to be really quick on the break. Which you know, if we go back to last season, the season before, players like Yota, um, Jimenez, they could get out and attack. But when you haven't got them types of players there, it can be difficult. So obviously Nuno's working on it. It's um, it's not an easy thing to get the balance right. And um, you, you always want to be great defensively, but great, you know, when you're attacking as well. And it's, it, it's never an easy thing to, to master. Right, I just want to quickly touch on a uh, head coach that you've worked with at uh, more than one club, Stolisol back in Wolves and Copenhagen. Um, there's there's been sort of um, a split within the fan base recently in regards to the the future of Nuno. Whether he is the he's still the man to take us forward in the, in the long run. Hypothetically, with the resources that uh, Nuno's had, was Stolisol back in the the right man at the wrong time? How, how far could Stolisol back and have taken Wolves with these sort of resources? Well, how, how far he took Copenhagen in the Europa League last season? Yeah, I mean. Obviously, he was given a great opportunity in coming to Wolves. Um, and you've, you've, you've used the quote there, and I've used it exactly before. It was the right club at the wrong time for, for Stoller. He was sort of thrown in at the deep end. I think Terry Connor was still still here as an assist. He, he had taken over, then he was back to an assistant. We'd been relegated. We'd, we'd had a lot of players that we could have probably done with um, getting rid of. Um so that was hard to manage in itself. Then the expectations of dropping into the championship, it was tough. A league that Stoller and his assistant didn't really know too much about. Um, so it was unfortunate, but I, I did see things in Stoller that I really liked. Um, obviously, he didn't last long. Um, you know, it, it wasn't drastic, but, you know, being relegated from the Premier League, everyone expected us to do a lot better than we had been doing. So he lost his job. But, but then I was fortunate to work with him about two years later and I went to Copenhagen. Um, and I, I just saw a different side to him. He was quite comfortable. He'd been there for a few years. The way he worked, I was really a big fan of. Um, everyone was behind him in that Copenhagen team. They were dominating in Denmark. They were going really well in Europe. Um, and I do just reiterate what you said. I think he was the, the right man for Wolves at the wrong time because... Let's remember Steve Morgan wanted to go a completely different path to what Mick McCarthy, roll your sleeves up, work hard, run your socks off, um, play play your heart out. Um, so he wanted this foreign style and he brought that in, but it didn't really give him the time to 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 adapt it and use it. Right. So what's the sort of situation where you're at now? And are you at Tampa Bay Rowdies over in America? How's things going over there? Yeah, really well. We're just into our first week of pre-season. Um, we're, we're because of COVID, we're about two months behind. So we, we would normally have started the season by now. So, but we'll be starting at the start of May. Um, we've got probably six or seven weeks of training. We've got we've got quite a lot of um, friendly matches against MLS teams coming up. So that'll be exciting for the team. And um, it's just great. It's just great being part of a setup. We had a really successful year last year. My first year in proper coaching at you know at first team level so I really enjoyed that learned a hell of a lot and um, just looking forward to doing trying to do the same again this year traveling seeing different parts of the US and you know trying to learn as much as I can it's good to hear I'm glad you're doing well over there obviously 
with former Wolves teammate Neil Collins. I, I hope you can uh, wish him and the rest of the team all the best from the Wolves fan base. And uh, thank you for giving your time tonight. Definitely, Dan. Thank you, mate. Thanks for having me. All right. Right, we're back. Thanks for Kevin Farley for appearing on tonight's show. Absolute great servant for the club. Got two fancastrians with me tonight. Current fancast leader in our WhatsApp Fancy Premier League. We've got Kim Smith. And Hello. we've got Nuno Ian executive Jordan Russell. Hi, lads. Hi, girls. How are we? Right, let's get straight to it. Neither of you were on the last podcast, so no one really knows your opinion. Liverpool at home on Monday. They've got in different form. Jordan, do you think we can get a result? Um, I think we can. I think it's going to be difficult, though. And I think that, um, you know, Liverpool, for me, you know, they're still a very, very good team. And they've got still got world-class players across there. You know, granted, they've got their injuries and stuff. Um, you know, we're recording this on Thursday. Last night against Leipzig, they were a lot, lot better. Unfortunately, Diogo Jota coming back gives them a bit of dynamism up front. And... They look like a different outfit for me. So, yes, we can get a result, but I do think it'll be still a tricky match on Monday night. Kim, just what's your thoughts? Obviously, Liverpool aren't exactly pushing the title race. Um, We're only eight points behind them, I think. What do you reckon on Monday? Eight points behind them, and they've only won one of their last five games. So, for me, um, we've got a chance. Um, we've uh, we're in better form than them. I mean, they've won two. We've won two of our last five. We've drew two and only lost one. One. So, I think personally, you know. I think there's a chance, you know, obviously Jota coming back into Liverpool's teams, not ideal. Um, but Salah's been out of form lately, Rana has been out of form. So yeah, for me, definitely I think there's there's a chance. So yeah, for those uh, people who like a bit of a flutter at, uh, on the football, you can get Wolves to win at seven to two, draw the thirteen to five, and Liverpool should get the win at three to four. Um, just sort of score predictions, first goal scorer and correct result, Jordan? I'm going to go with my head over my heart, unfortunately, with this. And uh, I, I do think Liverpool will beat us on Monday night. I think they'll be too strong for us. Uh, and I'm predicting a 3-1 Liverpool win, unfortunately. So you can get that for 12-1 with our friends at Ball Sports. And when it comes to first goal scorer, I'm not going to go with... Uh, the man that could come back and haunt us. I'm going to go with Mo Salah, top scorer in the league, 11-4 first goal scorer. So the 3-1 Liverpool, Mohamed Salah to score first is at 30-1 to on Boyle Sports. Kim, where's your money at? So for me, I'm not going to go with the first goal scorer, but I am going to place my bets on a 1-1 score draw. Um, so with Boyle Sports, you can get that at 6-1. Um, which I think, whilst it's not huge, I think that's a likely result for me. So, yeah, 1-1. Right. I've, um, I'm relying on the footballing gods to uh, help me win big on Monday. I'm going with Wolves 1-0, Connor Cody first goal scorer, and you can get that at 275-1. to If that's not worth a pound of your money, I don't know what it is. What about your bet builders? Have you got anything that way, Kim? 
Yes, so this is the bet builder of the weekend, right? So draw, name to be, so it could be 1-0, one 1-1, one one, two 2-2. Two. Ruben Neves to score at any time and Andy Robertson to be booked 100-1 to one with Boyle Sports. Get on it. Think of that, Jordan. Sounds quite good, doesn't it? It sounds like a cheek, you know, it sounds like a bit of value in that. You can quite easily see Andy Robertson getting booked. And to be honest with you, Ruben Neves is the only person scoring for us at the minute. So it seems quite favourable to me. Worth a pound. I think, we've all, I think we've all touched on it that Jota is unfortunately likely to score on Monday. What odds do you think you can get on Jota to have a hat trick on Monday, Jordan? Um, so check this out for you because I know that you'll be putting a fiver on it as well because you're a big Diogo Jota fan still. Uh, 40 to 1 with Boyle Sports to, for him to come back and break our hearts. The absolute swine if he does that. I've got a <laughs> cheeky, another bet. Connor Cody, any time. Under two and a half goals and Matinho to be booked 200 to 1. Honestly, we're, we're filling your bank accounts with bankers. Get yourself on ball sports. Have a flutter on them. Let's quickly touch on fantasy Premier League because we're, we're all all three of us are big into this game. Kim's currently leading out of all the Fancastrians WhatsApp group. Sort of uh, cheeky. Um, who's your sort of safe captain choice for the weekend, and who do you think's a bit of a, a player that high risk, high reward? Kim. So I think there's only one obvious captain choice. Actually, it's quite difficult. I think this weekend um probably bruno fernandez who's at home i believe to west ham um he hasn't been in great form but obviously scored in the um derby i believe and he's on penalty so that would be a safe catching choice other than that i guess there's just the, the man's assets kdb Gundogan. but yeah you can't predict can you the uh the, the line up with City, so it's always always a reason it when you go up for a, a city. I can see you in my rear view mirror, Jordan, in the in the fantasy league. Who, who are you picking captain wise this week? They ain't going to be Raheem Sterling after I captained him this weekend. Got me a big fat. I think he got four points, maybe. It wasn't very good. Um, so my safe bet. I haven't got Bruno and I haven't had him all year because I just can't stand the bloke and it, it's my own fault. So uh, I'm not going to change now. My safe bet, I think it's Mo Salah, unfortunately, against Wolves. <laughs> I just see us conceding a few goals. I've said I think it'll be 3-1 and, you know, if they're scoring goals at the minute, you still predict it to be Mo Salah, unfortunately. Um, my outside, I guess, captain choice of the weekend and I am still contemplating doing it just because I feel a bit dirty captain and a player against Wolves would be Gareth Bale away at Arsenal. He's not starting tonight, resting for Sunday, and he's on form at the minute. So Gareth Bale could be a cheeky one to me. I think purely because a lot of ex-players come back to Hornets, I think if you want a nice, reasonably priced new addition to your squad, you bring in Diago Jota this week. I think he's around six, six and a half million on the Fancy Premier League website currently. If you want a high risk, high reward, go back to my bet. Connor Cody, clean sheet, free bonus and a goal. That's big points for a captain. High risk, high reward. It's the business end of the Fancy Premier League season. Let us know in the, in the comments section below who you went for. And yeah, thanks for watching. 
if you like the fancast flag behind me or you want a simple fancast face mask get our sponsors the sports shop in kings winford they do all your printing for any sporting clothes school uniforms they're big on that now get involved with them everyone take care and up the wolves against liverpool say goodbye guys see ya bye and i'll see ya when i see ya Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. When I had a boyfriend, did you think that we were sexually active? I sure didn't. I had to be naked. No, completely butt naked? My shoes on. Happy Mother's Day. I'm Nikki Levy and welcome to Don't Tell My Mother. Don't Tell My Mother is where celebrities like Adam Rippon, Constance Zimmer, Zainab Johnson, and Emily Hampshire tell true stories they'd never want their moms to know. And then they tell their moms. I would get up early and look at porn. You knew that. Yes. <laughs> you had your diary underneath the pillow. You read my diary? I did. <laughs> Subscribe to Don't Tell My Mother wherever you get your podcasts. If it's not one thing, it's, it's your, your mother. mother. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't. A-cast, 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 A-cast recommends. recommends.